Ohio. Today we're still having a conversation about what all of this is or how all of this lines up. And this is me, right? I got to talk things out for a while, um, you know, maybe like four years or so of talking things out in order to get to a place where I can finally understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> so it's sort of a thing. Um, but I haven't fully crystallized this yet. And this is how my brain works. And so we're talking through that today, but also just diving into how we can self-guide. We absolutely can. So let's go. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful point in my life. And we're just starting into season three, and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur, creative vibes that are going out into this world. And the more that I get to experience that, the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world. However, that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, yo, how you doing? It's a great day to be a great day. <laughs> let's go ahead and ground ourselves in all of our greatness. I just want to say shout out to anyone who knows me, <laughs> who puts up with me being the kind of person that I am, and not only puts up with it, but finds way to ways to love it, more importantly. Um, because here's the deal. If you give a mouse a cookie, right? I just want to go ahead and make this line for all of you. If you give a Hannah, a project. Okay. And if you give a Hannah a project that 
happens in a major transition, you should just know that it's getting done, that it's getting done very rapidly, and that maybe you had a different timeline in mind and it changed. And it changed it. And I just appreciate everyone who's willing to put up with the change in timelines because Hannah gets hopped up on an idea or <laughs> Hannah <laughs> like can't wrap her mind around the way that she's feeling. So it's just easier. I, I would say that usually I look for tasks that are really easy and super flow inducing when I am in transition because it takes my mind a while to wrap my head around things coming to an end or new beginnings. And so usually I look to projects to help me in those moments because I need just the time where I'm hyper-focused on something, hyper-in-flow state with something, anything, doesn't really matter what it is, in order for me to have time to fully process things that are happening. Because if I'm just focused on things that are happening, usually I make crazy decisions because I want to make it better. I want to fix it, or I want to figure out what happened, or I want to go and save the whole entire world all at once, which isn't really an, a very effective way to live. And so that's where I'm at. Yesterday, <laughs> in our living room, we have carpet. I have been obsessed with figuring out what's under this carpet because to me, there's this really cool design wood under there. I could only see portions when I would pull back portions of the carpet. And so it was like this elusive mystery. Like, what is this? Why does this look like this? We have to know more. We must know more. And so luckily my husband and I agreed that we would pull up said carpet and get rid of the carpet because regardless, the carpet needs to be replaced. So we were okay with this. And I'm sort of a junkie for finding things and making them better or returning them to original states or just like reminding everyone how beautiful things can be when we take care of them or when we return them or when we focus on them, like everything is savable in my mind. And so I'm pulling back this carpet and I'm like, this is carpet is heavy. Yeah. I don't know that I fully embrace that. Um, also there are like a lot of things that have to happen as a result of pulling up carpet, like pulling up all of the tabbing around the room, pulling up all of the staples that held in the um, padding. There's just, it's a lot. It's not some small project that you're just like, you know what? Gonna knock this out today. Think I'll get this done. Um, but for the most part, gonna knock this out today, think I'll get this done, actually happened. There are, I would say, one-fourth of the room still has 
tabbing around it and a little bit of staples that need to be pulled out and we'll finish that and then yeah it's kind of kind of done just saying I don't know maybe that's not a big deal um, but it feels like a big deal to me and so we got to see this wood and come on come on it's seriously, seriously, the most beautiful pattern, pattern, like a real woodwork pattern. What? In every corner, like they have these beautiful designs that come out from it. Like someone created this wood flooring. It's, it's honestly, it's mind blowing. At this point, at all points, I couldn't be less impressed with it. It is everything and more. And more. And so, <laughs> I, I, I love that we did that. I love that it's up that we know. Because the scary thing was just not knowing. Obviously, if you're talking about original wood floors... There's a lot of fear that goes along with that because you just never know. And you know that you're just uh, probably uncovering a lot of work for yourself. Yeah. And a lot of like justified work because as I look at this, even though it is very far from where it needs to be to be livable at this point, um, mm, it's delicious in my mind. The way that it is going to turn out, the way that it is going to look, I can't even write this second. Don't even want to try. It is mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. And I just, I appreciate now how my mind works. I appreciate knowing that this is my tendency, that I, when I can't quantify something, when I can't understand something that is important for me to dive into work that is very, very exact. This is what we're doing. And this is when it will be done. And we have this ability. And we will know when it is done. We will know what success looks like in this instance. And we will be good with the result because we know exactly what we need to put in and we know what the end goal is. End goal, wood floors. End goal, redone living room. End goal, finishing that work. And gosh, it's just nice to know to not feel so weird because for the longest time, I would have made myself feel bad, like, you shouldn't dive into another project, you shouldn't, how dare you even try to take on something else, really? You're gonna edit a book this month, finish editing a 50,000 word manuscript, and you're gonna refinish your wood floors. Okay, let's go ahead and bite off more than we can chew. And most of the people would have said, Hannah, just chill. And I realize that 
chilling isn't necessarily in the DNA that I um, have. And when I am spinning, it is important that I not chill uh, because the spin continues. And while I find silence, it can still be hard when I'm not able to fully process something. So still working through that, still figuring out how to transition from things I don't quite understand to just a common understanding that it'll all be okay. And I think time always helps with that. But in the time between time, the time before time passes, there's the time where nothing feels right or you can't understand anything that's happening. And so sometimes it's helpful or always helpful for me to dive into something that sort of takes up some of that downtime thinking and also creates an instance where we can get satisfaction, where we can get a result that is tangible. And so I'm thankful to know that about myself and I'm thankful to not be abusing myself with this want. Instead, just like letting myself go into that, letting myself grant and gift that to something, right? <laughs> right? Like, why attack? Why not just love and celebrate? Yeesh. Hannah can really focus and get something done. I mean, pulling up a whole carpet all by yourself, hauling it all out, and then pulling up all of the things around the edges, pulling up all of the staples so that it's walkable without shoes in one day is pretty, pretty good right? Because that includes moving all of the furniture around and doing all of the things. And while the project is not finished, it we definitely got a lot done yesterday. So I appreciate, I'm appreciating that about myself. I'm appreciating the skill set. I'm appreciating this ability to focus in like that. And I'm appreciating the fact that this can be applied to many things. This is not just subject to one thing. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. I don't even know. Maybe we should term that different. Okay. Well, we're going to kind of continue on from yesterday because what I was thinking about was what's so tough is in this coaching realm, as we shall call it, um, a lot of the focus is like making sure that you stay on a timeline, making sure that you are just held accountable. And I don't, hmm, I don't find accountability all that important, although that's like the easy scapegoat, right? Oh, I'm terrible at staying on track with stuff. I'm burnout. I'm tired. I can't. I've never been good at X, Y, and Z. This isn't me, blah, 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 blah. Right? Yay, that was fun. Let's go ahead and just 
keep tearing ourselves apart. And so then usually a coach will come in, give you nice words to say to yourself, switch this around, help you stay on a timeline that you've committed to help with all these things. And I suppose that in some instances that works perfectly because some people are ready and they're in a place where they were already on that track. And so now all they need is the ability to complete, but I don't know. I think we need the ability to find what's worth doing, find what we enjoy, because everything that I've done has led me to a place where the energy repeats and the things worth following generally don't take a lot of prodding. In fact, the prodding would be the opposite effect of what we want, right? We want things that we feel inspired and engaged in because, well, isn't that what what we're doing? Isn't that what we feel called to? Shouldn't we go towards things that excite us for longer periods of time, whatever that may be? Shouldn't that be where we're going? And I will say, yeah, let's go there. Let's do that thing. Let's be that person in this instance. And it, it really comes down to this idea that, and this is what I hear from so many people that have figured this out, and I'm reading a book right now, on range, on this ability to not get so specialized and honed in on one thing, on this ability to just transition quickly to whatever it is. And they're talking about a lot of research that supports people and their ability to bounce, their ability to not get honed in. In fact, most Nobel Prize winner, laureates, whatever. Um, sorry, I'm not trying to offend anyone. <laughs> most people who receive those actually have a very broad range of experiences. They aren't only known in that field as that one thing. They also are musicians or chess players or orchestrars. <laughs> That's certainly not the word. <laughs> but they're all of these things. And when I have gone out and talked to different professional groups, different people, that's a lot of the feedback that I get. Well, yeah. Yeah. People should be able to transition. This is very normal. And I'm like, well, listen, until I met you and these other people and started seeking this out, I felt very weird for wanting to transition out of a career, for feeling like I needed to change something, for feeling like my entire life needed to be disrupted. I felt weird. I felt alone. I felt like a big old baby. Mostly the big old baby thing. Because it was like, Hannah, you're college educated. You're employed. You're doing very well. There really is no reason for you to be upset. 
what is wrong with you? Your life is good. But my life really had no meaning, no purpose. It was fine. I was showing up for it. I had like a a familial purpose. And so that's what I was supposed to do. Just like, you're good and then disappear. And I refused. And so as I talked to more people about this, as we continue to go out, talk about the first season, the book that's coming out, this is really hitting. And people are talking about transitions and how normal they are. And so then that kind of takes me to while I wouldn't consider myself a coach, I would consider myself a prompt person. I can't even like wrap my mind around it, which is obviously why the carpet is being torn up. <laughs> Look out projects. Here we come, right? Um, but I can't, I can't. I don't, I don't fully understand what it's supposed to be. I can't put an exact finger on who and how I want to approach this work. I know that it's always revolved around inspiration and, and gifts and motivation, but even, even more than that. And words are so very important to me because I have seen a simple change in terminology change everything. And so I I don't want to give this vision of what a coach is by calling myself a coach because that's not the work that we're talking about. Like, I want to get you or whomever, <laughs> myself, into a place where you're leaning on yourself. Not constantly aware of the fact that you need to lean on me, which is probably a very bad business practice. Hello. Uh, <laughs> but it's people over profit, good friends. Right? I want to see the world light up because of the light that you find in yourself. And that light changes the world. It literally changes the world. And you might just go, oh, well, I don't even have that big a thing to do. I don't, what I do is never going to change the world, but you're underestimating the impact of one light, the impact of throwing one starfish into the ocean. It doesn't matter. The trickle effect, the ripple effect of your one light could change everything. And maybe your idea, your podcast, your book, your company, your expertise in your given field, maybe it never scales on a grand stage. But maybe it was never meant to. Maybe it was meant to inspire the next thing. Maybe it was meant to inspire this one person. And, and as more lights turn on, we can begin to see the difference, the ripple, the ability to impact, to just make people think and ask the question, 
and push themselves to dream bigger, to ask if they like it, if they want to be here at all. And maybe at the end of all of it, they decide, yep, this is for me. I am here for this work. And maybe they don't. But we should always be asking the question. And it's not really a discovery thing, right? Where we ask the question, where we do the things, where we look at all the things that we should be based on what we know about ourselves, as much as it is just a a feel your way forward. And as we begin to feel our way forward and go back a little bit, right, to ask those questions, where did things end? What am I still carrying with me? What are the grief patterns that are held onto, sort of masking themselves as limiting beliefs? but really can be attributed to our dream death. And when we explore and investigate that, we can find things that we were holding onto, holding us back from saying the things that we really want. And once we identify those, it's easier to speak truth into the things that we want. And so once we start allowing ourselves to dream from a place of truth, to dream from a place of understanding that this surrender to our story allows us to really come up in truth, in self, then we can begin feeling our way forward in truth. And we know what those lies are. And we know that they're going to come up and they're going to be flared and they're going to be highlighted when we start moving in this work, when we start moving in a dream pattern for our lives. We know this. We know these things are coming. We welcome them. Hello. Welcome. Great to see you here. And as we feel our way forward, We begin to uncover our intuition, our inner voice, our inner knowing. And the more people that I work with on this, the stronger they get in that. And I just had a conversation with a friend the other day who is really in the roots of this work, but kind of getting to the, to the bud coming out of the ground, um, but still figuring out the roots and she's better understanding. This is where I need to be. These are the places that I know that I'm lacking, that I know when I dive into the work like this, that I feel better. And so I need to find more time to do those things. And like, these were things she wasn't standing up for before. These were conversations she wouldn't have been having before. And that's, to me, the true existence of 
team, flow, self, is this ability to trust. The ability to come back. And I think really at the end of the day, if we can get everyone to a place where they trust their intuition, their inner knowing, their inner guidance, we'd be in a better place. Because we'd have people who are following their truth, their heart, their knowing, instead of following societal knowings, societal norms, and we'd just be in a better place as a society, period. And so that's what we're talking about when we're talking about helping to to guide people but not coach people. That's the idea, and I can't quite put a terminology to it. I'm going to keep working with some words. Listen, there are a lot of Google searches going on. We're getting to a better place. I don't know where we're going to get on all of it, and we could end up nowhere with all of these things, as we have before. But there's something about all of this that is taking shape somewhere in the back of my mind. And I know that we'll get somewhere with it because I know that I want to touch people one-on-one with this work. But I know that it looks different from something that's already been done, even though I'm sure that it looks the same as something else. Um, But I know that it there's something here that I can't quite put my finger on. And I know that we'll continue trying. Um, I wouldn't recognize myself as the person that's coaching the people around me because I'm not doing that. It would feel weird if that's what I was doing because they would probably be very aware of my presence, of my coaching, of my ability and doing of these things, they would know. And since it's not that, since it's just a continual prompt and push to this place of their knowing, not mine, it's not important that I have words or books or thoughts or ideas for them. It's important that they find words, thoughts, and ideas for themselves. And so it doesn't really feel like that. Although sometimes my husband will say things like, or maybe this isn't something he said recently, but um, maybe in the past when he didn't want to be prompted, he's like, don't do your podcast stuff on me, (laughs) which is fair. Okay. We analyze and think a lot and you can definitely tell when I'm taking things into account. And yes, are people a part of the podcast? Absolutely, because this work is my life and the people in it are part of all of this. And so while I can't tell you if what we're saying or doing or experiencing together will come here, I can tell you that if you don't want to be in a book, don't be friends with a writer. (laughs) If you don't want to be a part of the narrative... Those may be good people to avoid. Um, Sorry, I read that. That was posted somewhere. So it's not like Hannah's just a mean writer who uses people. It's just truth. Writers tend to write about their life. 
their truths, the things that they come to see that are being right in front of them. Because it's interesting. Because it's worth putting a narrative to. Anyways, all that to say, I still don't know where I'm at with all of this. I still don't understand fully how all of this lines up. And I find it interesting that this is such a moment of transition for me. And that in moments of transition, I take on things to just like get myself out of my own head and just get myself into doing and in the doing somewhere, things crystallize for me. It's this beautiful rhythmic way that my mind works. And so we're just taking on a lot more doing in order to understand the being at this point. And it's always a constant flux of those states. And I think we get better over time as we continue looking for ways to listen to ourselves. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on (laughs) all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, But you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day. Thank you.